Welcome to The Lonely Marketer, sponsored by Pager. My name is Glenn Southam, and this is your show for all things recruitment marketing. We share the challenges, the successes, advice, and the screw-ups from the leading marketing talent working in recruitment. And most importantly, find out what their favorite swear word is. We speak to the companies working to make marketing recruitment more effective and efficient, and to those people who have opinions that will make you think about things that little bit differently. You can find me on LinkedIn, and if you want to follow the bear, then head over to thelonelymarketers.com for links to all of our social channels and to sign up for our newsletter. But now, it's time for the show. Let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Lonely Marketer. Today, I'm joined by John Russell from Staff in Future, probably one of the most um, experienced guests. That's a nice way of, of, of saying you're old, John, um, uh, that, we've, <laughs> that we've had on the show. I think um, a career spanning the, the best part of the best part of 20 years with multiple recruitment businesses um, in, in marketing roles. Uh, he's now at Staff in Future still a very keen eye in the marketing side um, but also looking very much so at the website and the technology side when it comes to recruitment businesses so welcome to the show John. Thanks very much indeed Glenn. Um, And look these shows are only usually about 35-40 minutes and we have got a 20-year career to to go on here Uh, but not as quick as you can but pick out um, the highlights of of your career kind of where it started to where you've got now and explain a little bit what you're doing now that would be great sure so it started off in uh, Morgan McKinley uh, when there were about 46 recruiters mm-hmm. and um, two brands under the family uh, then left there about two years later um, after they'd been sold um, where they had 220 225 recruiters four brands four offices around the world really helped them on that growth journey. Mm-hmm. And that was just when the internet was starting, you know, like, oh, we need a website, you know, it was 99. Uh, it's definitely showing my age. Um, but yeah, built, built for websites for them. So from that point, I've always been sort of interested in what technology can do for the recruitment businesses mm-hmm. and sort of led that um, charge, if you like, from the marketing standpoint to deliver a better customer experience, client experience, candidate experience, or consultant experience, um, to deliver the better cash experience, you know, the yeah. four C, the four C's in, in recruitment. Um, and we're but, still um, battling all of those change, challenges now, even, you know, from that long, long ago when the, the change happened, if you like, and, you know, digital became, well, digital marketing <laughs> is a, is a, is a silly phrase now it is marketing uh, yeah. but all those things that you said now there's still huge challenges aren't they <laughs> around the experience and everything no it's, it's enormous you know and I spent some so after after that started um uh, uh, a digital marketing agency or an experiential marketing agency mm-hmm. so it, basically lead generation at events so first client was betfair second client was vodafone phone Mm-hmm. third client was Ford um, and Nikon, then BT. But basically, we were taking photos at events and grabbing emails and phone numbers and doing lead gen for that brand experience piece. So I've always sort of been into brand and technology. Uh, and then after I sold that bit of the agency, 
uh, back to the other director. I uh, joined uh, another recruitment company, uh, so back into Martin Ward Anderson, part of Randstad, uh, spent some time at Reed Healthcare as they got brought back into the Reed family of offices. Um, so yeah, it's always been a mixture of big brands and smaller brands like James Gray Associates um, that were sort of uh, for a five-man uh, recruitment shop in payroll and now 20 uh, doing really well so really pleased for those guys mm. um, so yeah I've been to the marketing side uh, for in recruitment businesses um, yeah over many years <laughs> thank you for reminding me Glenn <laughs> and, and now obviously you know you're you're still in the recruitment industry like like many of us we um we sometimes struggle to escape, uh, but but you're you're not on the agency side now. You are on the the supplier side with uh, Staff in Future. Um, yeah. So you know, tell us a little bit about Staff in Future and 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 your role there. So I'm heading up the UK um, division of Staffing Future. Staffing Future started by about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Jack Copeland, who was number five in at Broadbean, and uh, Bruce Stander, who used to run Optimal Internet for those who have been around a long time. Um, but he's built, built maybe six or seven hundred recruitment websites, predominantly in the UK. Uh, he left Optimal, uh, and well, Jack and Bruce left to go to California um, and pursue the tech dream. Um, and the sun. Uh, and the sun and the lifestyle exactly um but they um they sort of hooked up together and said you know bruce builds websites jack's you know worked for donkey's years for broadbean and career builder and took that broadbean over to the states um you know and was always working with recruitment technology staffing technology helping drive efficiency and basically looking at technology stacks within recruitment businesses so uh, it's that that combination which is the real dna of staffing future mm-hmm. and you know we we build websites yeah for recruitment com- businesses that's all we do but more than that we we really look at the problem that a recruitment business has and how can we leverage technology to help them get over there or where is the heavy baggage in their um, in their business process? Yeah. And it, it, then it's it, not just it? related to websites, is it? And I think you know we, no. we, we've spoken a lot before, and I, I, I can imagine with your with your background in uh, working as a as a marketer with within agencies, um, you, you have a, probably a very similar mindset to me, as in everything has to connect together. Um, whether you think it's a marketing in inverted commas job or if you think it's operations, or if you think it's IT, whether you think it's leadership, finance, especially now, those blurred lines between technology, systems, marketing is, you know, they're, they're probably more blurred than they've ever been. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's almost like a, a single role, and then you need to piece, break it up into different bits, and then mm. take on the different challenge, or take on the different responsibilities within the organization. But that depends yeah. on how big that organization is and how narrow or broad your role is within that organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you've got a, a head of IT or a CIO or, you know, CTO or a CMO, you know, chief technology officer, chief marketing officer, marketing director, or you're just the 
the only marketing guy on a sales floor of you know yeah. trying to of recruitment consultants asking where are my leads and where are my decent candidates yeah. um, or, 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 or where or where are my powerpoints for my client meeting that I need tomorrow oh yeah and can, <laughs> you just, can you just color this in and make it look pretty um, yeah I mean it's uh, you know it's it's it's, it's a different um, role within within the businesses um, yeah but I suppose that that comes on to you know, you know and you know, despite me calling out for your um, for your experience, I've I've been around for um, almost as long, not quite. Uh, but how how have, how have you seen kind of the role of of marketing kind of change from you know from back in the early two thousands to where we are now? We obviously just touched upon upon what it looks like, but what what have you seen as probably the more of the the, the fundamental changes of of our jobs, if you like? I mean, I think you know, it used to be like job board. It used to be paper advertising, and you know, make sure the copy's signed off and the adverts correct and the phone numbers correct. You yeah. know, because we're going to get a deluge of ten calls that day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what have you? Yeah. Um, to going to negotiating job board contracts, making sure that you know job ad copy is well written not only for the human and the user and the target audience that you're wanting to target, mm-hmm. but also the bots so that that's displayed in the, to the right people at the right time. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, there's a lot of science, a lot more science involved in the role, I think, and analytics and knowing your numbers. And there's also mm-hmm. a lot more data available to marketers to use within that process but it's about it's really about having that um skill to look at what the um the business problem is what the numbers are telling you is happening and then being able to affect the change within that process and then iterate it forward so that you know you instead of trying to hold out for a 10 percent gain that's you know significant and might take you six months to do scrub that right Where's the data? Make one or two percent gains consistently every month on every part of the process, yeah. and then that will it add up to a much bigger sea change over time, but be a lot smaller steps to that journey, yeah. and that's a lot more effective you know, when you take a twelve-month view rather than saying, right, where are we going to be in three months' time? You know, yeah. do do this big project, and you know, then you can do the next one. Yeah, yeah I think like it's it's the classic marginal gains, isn't it? And you know, you, it, the example is always used for the, you know, the British uh, cycling team, and that's how they got so good by being able to, you know, put one percent on on nutrition, one percent on rest, and everything to to ultimately be the the best in the world. And I think, I think you can you can definitely apply that to to recruitment marketing um, because. I think one of the things that a lot of us and a lot of businesses really do is they do try to be everything to everyone all of the time. And then you end up just being quite average. <laughs> if, if being Jack, honest. Jack of all trades. And yeah. Uh, I, none, you know. Yeah. So I, yeah, my, my phrase is always, and I think that's kind of fine. It's be Jack of all trades and master of some, <laughs> you know, I think, I think we still, you know, us marketers, we still have to always be able to, to wear, those hats do you think marketers you know uh, I, I i feel this do you think marketers 
today in 2020 compared to marketers for from our time 2000 to 2005 um have more responsibility uh now within recruitment businesses or or more standing and respect i think is a, probably a good word i think well you have to earn that respect mm -hmm. and you know the way to do that is to listen to your customer who is actually the consultants and who are delivering the revenue for the business mm -hmm. and it's about what that they can do um has it changed uh, I, I think that's more up to the individuals and how they engage and interact with the teams and the companies um, i suppose as well uh, isn't it? And, yeah. and the companies and the perception of the role within that company but i think you know especially now with covid um there's a huge shift in um and realization that actually technology is needed and can do a, a lot more than it ever has done and it's just a matter of trying to work out where in the process which bit of technology which is always changing and the new bits of kit coming along every day you know it's all the new shiny stuff you mm -hmm. know but it's, if you just focus on what's the business purpose what will the roi be and how are you going to measure it and then how are you going to improve it once you've implemented it that's the sort of process that you can go down so it's it's always iterating your process not just creating a new one and blending that with different resources different technology different partners different uh, uh expectations from the recruiters themselves and managing all of that side of it and the the behavioral change within the organization so that you know you can get to where everybody wants to be but it's just making sure that everybody's on the same journey as you are and communicating that squarely and fairly to everybody especially the stakeholders that are going to be you know ultimately responsible for keeping you on <laughs> yeah so in terms of you know we we've spoke about technology a lot because it is it's such a big uh, big thing for, for for a marketer at the moment and i think they need to um they need to understand tech they need to understand data um to make decisions for for future plans um it's a challenge isn't it to to then get that balance between thinking that way and focusing on the tech and then being able to retain which all of us marketers like that that level of of creativity and yeah. and being able to shout about things um whether it's a new website or you know a nice new shiny social media campaign it's it's a real challenge that isn't it to, to to maintain that balance yeah and it's the left side and the right side of the brain you know you've got mm. the creative you know what does it look like has it executed does it flow well what's the customer experience what's the user experience you know all of that piece and then you've got the the, the other side of the brain going oh shit, was yeah. it effective did it work how can i change it you know and, and looking at the numbers because very often the data doesn't lie and mm. uh, it doesn't lie and it will surprise you so and it's a matter of i think just splitting your, your week up into different mm. almost sprints you know like you you would do uh when you're developing a technology so you sort of deep dive into a few specific areas and reach those goals that you've set yourself and deliver the outputs that you set yourself and then go on to a different 
totally different day you know the next day or what have you when you're going on to the analytical side of the project and yeah. you're looking at right how can i tweak this how can i evolve this where can i make that gain where is the the process breaking or not where's the why is the conversion not happening yeah and how can i improve it you yeah. know and then what resource do i need to pull on and draw on to effect that change with the least effort possible yeah i think i think that i think that's the key isn't it it's the it's the building the team um and team resources what whatever approach you decide to take to be able to achieve everything because i think and we've already mentioned it for for so long is you you can try to do everything to you know to look busy if you like but sometimes you have to lean on other people you have to be able to take a step back in your in your week and understand it you don't always have to you know have your head in in canva in google yeah. analytics or you know in word writing content or or always on linkedin you don't always need to be doing something in in that sense you you need to make time for yourself to you know work true. on rather yeah, than you got to re in in the marketing rather than on yeah. the marketing yeah and you know i mean it's a classic you need to lift your head up to give mm. you give you that space to so you've got the visibility of what it is you're doing what mm. why what are you trying to do yeah <laughs> no, no. With, with them what's in it for me you know <laughs> as well as for the company and the consultants and the candidates and the clients yeah that's that's a that's a great point that 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 you know what's in it for me is 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 key as well is because you know for your own um career development for your own you know well-being and your own just satisfaction in, in what you're doing is you still need you you know it's not selfish or it's not no. you know and, and you should celebrate your thing. wins you know yeah. you should you really should because you know very often you can just get trampled over by the next project <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a time to go you know just to sit back and go bloody hell that was great that was yeah. really made a difference and and it's just a matter of reiterating that and then communicating that internally um so that they be so you your consultants and the and the business leaders become the the brand champions and and your biggest advocates for yeah. what you're doing and how you're influencing their business you know and just owning that really yeah um, but also making sure that giving it back to the consultants so they feel empowered and engaged and enthused by the process not just you know oh it's marketing their ivory tower telling us what to do you know cool ivory tower that would be nice for marketing <laughs> wouldn't it <laughs> but i think i think you know we, we've kind of established what what a recruitment marketer is probably the skill set that you probably need now and for the future. It's a, it's a combination of those softer skills around relationship building. Um, it's, it's being able to, um, to read, understand data and make decisions off of it as well. But, um, you know, what you're kind of doing at, at staff in future and what, what we mentioned a bit earlier is that marketers really are going to need to, understand tech um both from a deliver what it could deliver um but how it can impact like you said earlier on on candidate client experience customer experience consultant experience either whatever it might be so what advice have you kind of got for any you know for, for marketers who 
who maybe either feel you know a little bit pigeonholed they're only doing certain things um and they need yeah. to start doing more you know getting more involved what's that kind of advice that you that you'd give? just go and go and talk to people <laughs> yeah i mean it sounds stupid and simple yeah. but I guess you know keep it simple stupid yeah yeah just go and ask what is the what is the best way to do this yeah go and go and ask the most successful consultant in the business who's got his process and i work with them to identify what they do differently to the rest and try and replicate that for the others um but yeah it's just asking and then finding out deep deep diving into what pain they've got what problem they've got and then what and then looking at what the you know a solution might be for that problem but you know it's the classic sort of inbound piece you you know what problem can you help a customer with well i need to hire somebody you know how how do you do that and you know it's more it's looking at what the problem is and then how you can solve that quickly and keeping them informed and engaged along that process and making sure that you've got those the ability to execute Um, and if you haven't then you can identify the gaps in your roadmap and your journey and technology might be a part of it it might be a team meeting it might be a more regular you know daily huddle you know with the marketing team you know so it can be it doesn't have to cost anything or could you something that's going to help understanding improve communication and uh improve you know every get everybody on the same page and on board chasing the same goal the lonely marketer is sponsored by our friends at pager marketers use pager to get 90 percent of those pesky consultants to share relevant content to their target audiences combine this with automated and fully branded job adverts pager drives traffic directly back to your website which is then 60% more likely to convert. Not bad, eh? Head over to pager.co, that's P-A-I-G-E-R.co, to find out more. Let's get back to the show. That, that, that's it, isn't it? It's, um, it's common goals. It's, it's being able to create those common goals that everyone can buy into and achieve. I think when, you know, when we talk about tech as well specifically, is, is don't be daunted by it, um, you know, Every day we're getting thrown thrown messages, whether it's on on social media, via our emails, or you know, even old yeah. school phone calls now and again by everyone trying to sell the golden bullet that's going to solve every problem. That that literally doesn't exist. If if it existed, no. there'd be someone you know a hell of a lot richer than 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 most of us uh, type thing. So it, I think it's a real case of like you're saying is understanding that the that the challenges that you have within the business and then and then being able to tailor tech that might be right for you or might not yeah exactly I mean, it's like going to a, a party and you know the walking up to the first girl that you see or first mm. chap if you're a yeah. or you know a, 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 an individual a person, that, a, a person <laughs> sorry that you like um but um, you know and then saying hi do you want to get married and you're like what you know you just can't convert that quick you know and and it's unreasonable to assume that you can so you need to take them on a buyer's journey you know in classic inbound speak um which i know you're a huge proponent of um uh, and and just 
help uh, you know enable that to happen and to flourish um yeah. and actually a lot of good marketing is, is about the disqualification of a prospect rather yeah. than the qualification of a prospect yeah. and just looking at, at things from that perspective so how can you help your guys focus more on where there's they're more likely to bill and generate revenue rather than wasting time chasing leads that are rubbish or inquiries that you know they're not hiring or they haven't even got you know the role that you're looking for or so you know that's marketing 101 isn't it that's that's knowing your audience and targeting messaging to them that's 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 right otherwise um we go back to the the classic of of trying to be everything to everyone and you know some people simply are not going to be your customers whether whether they're going to be your tech customers if we're talking on the yeah. supplier side or we're talking candidates and clients some people just simply will never be um your customers and that's okay <laughs> no exactly and you know I mean, the level of i think personalization you know we're going to go down where's next yeah definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, that's a great yeah great segue into yeah. you know what, what I mean, would be like, the future trends I, I mean i think it's all about personalization of that brand experience mm -hmm. and if that brand experience isn't up to par then you know they've got 101 choices that they can go to that can do it better and it might not be that they can do a better service, but it's just more tailored to them. So they're more engaged with that service. So more likely to convert and buy from you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a really, um, so things like landing, I mean, you know, if you think of the old days of downloading data into an Excel, lobbing it into MailChimp, if you had that, yeah. you know, and then making sure, you know, did you, include the unsubscribe list <laughs> you know mm. did that then get imported back into the crm after you you know none of it's connected or, or go, going back to it back to our days john i remember doing that same thing excel list then putting into a, a, a mail merge onto word so you could print out labels <laughs> to put on envelopes to send out you know that that that, that was how we started doing it those are the days <laughs> you know what's your posted budget you know yeah um, exactly but um yeah i mean and you know but part of that now it, you know as well as making sure you've got the technology so it's integrated and you're onboarding and you it's the time it, you know the the real time inter engagement and interaction between the qualification of the click or the the action on the web page is feeding into some sort of customer experience that you've defined um, so that they'll get a uh, an automatic welcome email or that relevant consultant or team leader will get a notification that you know something's happened yeah. uh, then you know you can start to to have an effective um, and productive relationship with your prospects rather yeah. than just a very cold one that's you know a bit crap yeah, and I think ultimately, like we, you know, we we've spoken about it a lot, and we spoke about it on the webinars that we did, and there's some there's some huge advocates of it. But everything that you spoke about there is is bringing marketing and sales a lot closer together, and marketing is going to slash should have a much bigger influence on that sales process in terms of in terms of the funnel in terms of the awareness and consideration stage of a 
the yeah. of a sales funnel um because then we the engagement stage can then be passed over if you like to a, a consultant or anything but that, that that has to be the upward trend for recruitment marketers it has you know to get yeah. um, to get and more authority in a business and everything it has to be that way it's all the personalization it's no longer like using a megaphone equivalent or billboard advert you know dumb advertising you know you can be really clever with what technology you're using so it might be uh you know personalization within facebook ads or google ads or what have you you know but it could also be some technology that we've got yeah you know, exactly. like the, the in browser notifications so that when they've been on your site but they've looked at that accountant job or what have you um they they're no longer on your site but when they're net the next time they're in safari or they're in chrome and there's a new job that's loaded up you can get a notification which says by the way there's yeah. a new accountant job that is great sort of tailored advertising the conversion rates about 30 percent the click rates you know really cheap versus you know an advert and the quality is really high because mm. you know they've been on the website so it's trying to use your website as the like your internal ats or crm function as your internal hub of your business the the website becomes the external hub of your business yeah and it's really the, the conduit between the two is the, is the technology piece that will really drive your growth and improve your customer and client experience, yeah. as well as your consultant experience. You know, they no, don't need to do a lot of the dull stuff that they used to do. No, I, th um, I think from a marketing point of view, you have, you, you know, as long as you've defined what you want to achieve for the business over a period of time, you can create your um always on content if you like the stuff yeah. that is just brand awareness you know it just just goes out there all the time it talks about you know your culture it talks about who you work with it has case studies that's always on that's always churning on in the background but when you get to that next stage like like you say when you get to the kind of the, the consideration stage or the interest stage I, I see especially the way tech's going now is that we have to start giving a hell of a lot more choice to to our potential customers, candidates, guys, in terms of how they engage with us. And I think now with the tech that's out there um, that you can either put into your website or you can use on social media channels, um, you can start creating that choice in terms of how you want people to engage with you. Chatbots on the website, e email forms, phone numbers. I think for, for far too long, we've always tried to just direct people and tell them this is what you have to do you know to be our customer and you know quite rightly so people have just gone screw you uh, that is what i want to do so now i think that'll with all be, the that'll tech be part of the 50 percent bounce rate <laughs> yeah exactly so i think now tech enables you to um to give choice and if you have the ability to give choice either on the candidate or client side give it <laughs> yeah and and know what that choice should be by using sort of like hidden fields or you know data capture that yeah so say you're on a job and you know it's an accountant job in leeds and it pays you know whatever salary and they've not applied mm -hmm. uh you know you know that you know all those data points and actually if you already know that they've browsed that uh, or you've got their their details and they're logged into your site or they've you know you, you've cookied them 
you can sort of pull that data in to say, by the way, you know, Bob's been looking at the the accountant job in Leeds again for the mm. third time, and then you know, put a score on that, you know, yeah. and then and then when he reaches a certain score, then he gets passed over as a task to a consultant in the yeah. CRM. And gone are the days of, by the way, you know, there's an inquiry in the website. It's gone into inquiries at, and nobody, but you know, because the girls off or the, the yeah. chaps the chaps off yeah. who looks after the inquiries at inbox so nobody can get it. <laughs> you know, no. It's like, oh, where's the, you know, it's just ludicrous. So you Yeah, think, that's very true. You think how much things have evolved now and the expectation of the customer is not like, oh, you get back this week. It's like, you know, you've got to get back within 24 hours or four hours, you know. If yeah. You, got to be fast um, and, and i think like you say expectations ha- have changed on the customer side but they they're also awareness has also heightened on the customer side so you know they know that if they get an email back straight away that it's going to be that it's automated yeah people aren't stupid well yeah some 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 people are stupid but you know for, for the purposes of <laughs> of just put, this just put an hour delay on it yeah exactly people yeah exactly but they still know it's automated and that's fine and so i think when you go down this route of of personalization automation and everything is that don't try and be something that you're not because people are aware that you know technology plays a role in all in all of this now and as long as it is relevant to them as long as it is timely to them and it's giving them a message that you know they can it's on relate brand. to and on, on brand that's fine so don't pretend there is actually you know dave smith <laughs> writing an email and, and stuff but equally no. you know gone are the I, I still get the emails you know oh um you know this is the last time i'm going to email you now because you know you haven't responded to the last three emails that i've sent is like how is that still happening <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and actually, you can manage that very easily. Yeah, there's different technologies, you know, like Hairfish or Sense or yeah. Force Twenty Four, or you know, there's loads of different things, and there's different bits within the journey that you know, for acquisition, you know, you might use something like Leadu, yeah. a new new product, um, focusing on recruitment, and but then you've got you know other bits of technology you know that can work within your recruitment process and speed things up and make things smarter better more accurate you know you sh- pe- people shouldn't be cleaning data really um <laughs> uh, although you know people, gareth and ben at recce yeah. you know that you know one of their biggest challenges you know was how dirty data is generally in recruiters because it's either out of date or it's a bit stale and not accurate anymore so yeah you know, everybody knows that there's gold in the database but how do you mine it yeah <laughs> you know, and it, mine it and that, then use it yeah and then use it that, and it's that data discipline that i think that's the one of the unsung heroes if you like of, mm. that needs attention within a business and that whole culture of discipline and being accurate and methodical enables the machine to be to power their business but without that data accuracy you know you you're without a paddle basically yeah. you can't <laughs> yeah. and you'd be sending the wrong things to the wrong people 
No, I think I think that's really good. I think you know covers covered a lot of stuff there. Is there anything else you see on the horizon in terms of an upward trend? Uh, I mean, I think even in relation, you know, of us now, obviously things have changed, and we're we're recording this in the in the final official week of proper lockdown. Lockdown. So, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Lester. Um, <laughs> uh, um, in the UK, uh, but do you see from a marketing point of view thing things changing now? In a you know the in what we have to now officially title the post-COVID world. Um, well, I don't think it's post-COVID, is it? So <laughs> no. unfortunately, it's just uh, post-lockdown. So yeah. that's that's a big thing because people are going to have to live with COVID. This is the new yeah. normal. So yeah. Um, I mean, the the I, I think there's been an understanding that people can rely on technology a lot more than they used to because mm-hmm. they were fearful of what it might do or replace for instance yeah. and they felt threatened and if you look at a simple one might be video interviewing it's been around for years or we- webinar stuff where or webinar in-person events have now come online it, you know and all yeah. those online meetings you know but it's a lot more commonplace now so mm. it makes businesses more agile more responsive but um, they've also sort of understood that there is value in face-to-face, but there might be less of it, if you see what I mean. Yeah. But all of that is, is not going to go away. And actually, it's, there's been a realization that the business needs to shift. There needs to be a pivot in, into how they're going to approach their business yeah. if they're going to be successful and survive and thrive longer term yeah. ra- rather than you know, or my website's just a, a bit of validation and mm-hmm. doesn't really connect with anything. Yeah. Um, this doesn't really cut it anymore. No, and I, I think marketers, um, the, the, the best businesses that I've seen from a, from a marketing point of view um, during this past three-month period have, have started to, well, they realised that there was no jobs and no candidates that you could spec out to, to people, and they realised that they needed to send something that was of more added value, uh, whether that's um, research pieces, whether it's tips on, you know, interviewing yeah, via how video. To's. Yeah, yeah, how-tos and everything like that. And marketing's played quite a big role in in creating and coming up with the ideas for that content and then, and then advising on the delivery of it that, you know, I really do hope that as an industry and to make a huge generalization that, that we don't revert to type when things get, semi-normal or whatever that we still yeah. realize that added value stuff it can impact and it should impact and it should play as an important role alongside the old school inverted commas sales yeah no and absolutely right you know and, and how you go about doing that and how you create the content i mean we uh, we do a lot of seo research for clients during site build mainly to to make sure that the audience is right and the the traffic is correct because you might have 10,000 visitors to your site and and actually a bounce rate of 80% so you you know you look at the numbers and you go actually it's the wrong traffic so how you know how do you structure the site to attract the right traffic that will convert and improve your lead quality um and then it's looking at the the questions that people are typing into Google, mm-hmm. um, you know, the what, the hows, the wheres, the whos, and stuff like that. 
um, and then answering, producing content that can answer those questions and then embedding that into your recruitment process at scale uh, on the desks for your recruiters rather than you being central and trying to tell everybody what they should be doing you know it should be it should be using trigger based things so that means you know when somebody registers they get you know an about the company sent to them maybe a video from the the chairman or the owner or what have you um saying what they're about from the consultant you know talking about the job you know the technology is all there it's just flipping the process and introducing it in a step stepwise approach yeah so that so you don't bamboozle people and they go ah. you know it's like the lights are too bright and yeah i think you, you know, have, they you, can't yeah. can't take it on board and i think as a marketer you have a you know if you're involved in that decision making process you have a responsibility to um to to visualize that whenever it comes to a new process or new tech is not just say look this is brilliant this is what it does and just rehash whatever the the marketing pitch might have been from from a tech or a supplier but you have to take your your leadership teams maybe your consultants whatever it is on that journey for what you know if we do x y and z the results that we're going to get a one two and three and be able to visualize it i think that's very important from marketing yeah and, and place a bet you know what do you think will happen you know this is where we are now so draw a line in the sand know your data and then say, this is the anticipated uplift. So you've got a target you can work towards. And then you can go, right, how did we measure against that target and that benchmark? Was it better or worse? And then how do we iterate that process again to make it improve it one or two percent rather than trying to say, oh, it's broken, doesn't work, let's bin it. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and, and to try and just move the business forward and, and iterate. Uh, that would be my sort of message yeah, <laughs> don't be so, afraid to try and no, that, that, that's a that's a that's a great message to kind of end this section on i like every episode always like to to finish up with a kind of the final five questions so let's do this oh. uh, what's your favorite brand john <laughs> well recruitment wise randstad i think oh, i wow. really respect them but i think for pure disruption and usability and stuff it's probably uber you know, wow, I mean, yeah. I, and I just thought, wow, you know, everyone used to get black cabs and wait for ages. Now you can just dial it. Yeah. You know, that brand experience is just phenomenal. Although, you know, I, I know they've had a rough ride, but you know. excuse the pun. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you know what? Like, like, like most brands, they, um, they usually like, like we've said, they, they usually divide opinion and, and stuff like, and stuff like that. And and that and that's fine isn't it so yeah i mean I, I, apple you know all the champion you know heroes but I, I think from pure disruption and you know really good user experience is uh uber for me yeah i agree uh your favorite sound probably just when you you've got that little before you pop that cap off your beer bottle <laughs> yeah exactly it's a, that's a common after, one after a really hard long day and it's really cold yeah well yeah you know i think a lot a, a few more people now will be waiting for the you know that, that beer when it comes out of a pump now and can hit the bottom of the glass when people were gearing up to yeah, go back no, to, exactly uh, for now. to the pub. Yeah. Um, so favorite bit of tech other than anything staff in future related, of course. 
within recruitment. I mean, yeah, I, anything. I mean, the the tech I really like is is Recky. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really smart bit of kit and it's going to yeah. be quite disruptive. Uh, Gary's been on the show, obviously. So yeah. uh, find the other episode. Voice voice automation and all of that piece, mm-hmm. um, as well as um, you know, I think just. And mobile, you know, yeah. device. It's everything now, isn't it? it? Now. Yeah. No, you can do everything with it. Um, and if you were in the, the marketing space and the recruitment space or, or as a kid and you could have done any job in the world, what would it be? <laughs> Probably the professional fly fisherman for salmon. Oh, wow. That... Are they professional fly fish? They, yeah, they must be. Yeah, just no, 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 just get paid to do just that. Pay it to do it. Yeah, I mean that is it like a. It. It's a. Oh, it's a really expensive sport. Really challenging. Yeah, it's you can fly the travel the world on it. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean that's, that's a good one. Uh, oh, it's one day. I'll, you know, you I'll, never know. I'll, Maybe when you retire, that's what you can do, John. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> and always the best question um, and i know people have been swearing a lot over the past uh well three months especially but your favorite swear word we've got young kids now so it's got to be I, I, well, it's not pr- particularly vulgar probably bugger <laughs> no that's a good one um okay yeah you know I, and i just don't it's a yeah. it's a good relatable I, one as well you could repurpose it for a lot of, of stuff I sort of stop short with the er, and I just say bug. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because you don't want to go to nursery or to school and repeat it. And then the little lad goes, "Oh, but that doesn't work." Uh, I just say bug. That's my favourite swear was bug. (laughs) So, John, up there was a great episode going through kind of the the past, present, and future of marketing, tech, and everything. I think people will go get a lot out of it. Um, If you're not already connected. Um, connected to John, uh, go go and hunt him out on um, on LinkedIn. I'll put links to his profiles in the in the episode description. Um, but we are all done and dusted for another episode. So thank you very much for joining me, John. Cool. Thanks very much indeed for having me, Glenn. Been a and, and I'll I'll speak to you um, you all very soon. Please continue to uh, support the podcast, share it, review, rate, share it with your friends, family. It's always very much appreciated. Thank subscribe. you, everyone. <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs>